Thanks for subscribing to the ZonCon podcast, the podcast all about Amazon conversations. These are the tips and tricks to become an Amazon millionaire. Here is your host, Andrew Erickson. He is all things Amazon, and so is this podcast. Let's have an Amazon conversation. Hey guys, welcome back to the ZonCon podcast. This is your host, as always, Andrew Erickson. I have one of my most favorite co-hosts or special guests. Uh, we need to give you a better title, Chris. Uh, you, you're like a recurring co-host or a, a preferred guest. I don't know. We've got the class on, but Chris, thank you for being here. Thanks, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about what my my best <laughs> title could be. I, I would like a, a super sweet title. A a let's see here. I'll call you like a, a special co-host. Okay, least. I like that special. Yeah, special recurring. Yeah, you're very special. Yes. I am. I'm <laughs> My mom thinks I'm special. So Chris Rawlings, uh, we did an in-depth with him in early December. So if you want to check out those episodes, I believe they're episodes 78 and 79. But if you just type in Chris Rawlings, you'll you'll see that in our archive. He's also done a few other episodes with us before that as well. So many of the long-term listeners will know Chris very well. But if you don't, Chris, why don't you give us just, just a little 20-second elevator speech of uh, who Chris is? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been a seller on Amazon since 2015, uh, run a bunch of different companies, uh, physical products companies, a software company I had called Judo Launch. And uh, right now I'm running a tech enabled service agency called Sophie Society. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for a while now, had, you know, raised millions of dollars in VC funding in the Silicon Valley world, did the bootstrap, you know, seven figure business in the in the bootstrapped uh, entrepreneur world. And you know, that that's what brought me here talking to you. Nice. And you're also one of the uh, uh, leaders inside the Titan Network with me as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're both in that in that group four huddle every week, week on week. Yeah, that's fun. And also, also, you, you forgot your bio. You're a special guest on the Zoncom podcast. And I'm special, yeah. special guest and co-host <laughs> today. <laughs> the Zoncom podcast. Uh, that's awesome. number one, actually. <laughs> So today I thought we'd do a fun little episode, a quick one on, uh, I had this fun analogy that Chris and I are actually talking about on a call earlier about uh, uh, using a dating analogy and comparing it to selling your business or, or, or potentially selling your business, right? So what we are going to talk about is kind of the entire process, um, and we'll we'll we'll, not, we'll go in depth. We have a full exiting series that you guys should listen to. It is, um, I think it's now, it's almost my most listened to podcast is the yes we wow. sold it podcast now it's nice. about to be number one so it's exciting uh, that is yeah <laughs> that's like that's a really fun one if you go to zoncompodcast.com slash exit e-x-i-t and we have a little thing you can see the whole series in there it's a four-part series so it's good anyways um so well, this will be like kind of a little add-on whatever probably won't make it into the series or not but we want to talk about the process the life cycle of a sale and how that relates to, to dating. So uh, the, that life cycle is looking for a buyer, using a broker, and then kind of the different engagement, the different contracts you enter into with these buyers. And then of course, eventually selling the business. So, uh, and we're going to use that, we're going to use a dating analogy. So the first one we're going to talk about is beginning to shop around, beginning to kind of start looking around to see like who is out there to buy my business. So Chris, we're on the dating analogy. Where do you think that is? Uh, Tinder. 
Tin- <laughs> I go. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's like that's like you're starting going to a bar. You were, yeah, going to a bar. I think that's a good one. You're, you start like yeah. you're like, oh, I'm considering it. I'll look. I'll start considering dating someone. Um, and and so that's that's the shopping around, right? Now, some of us use brokers. I used a broker. Um, and so a broker, I guess in this case, this would be that would be kind of Tinder, right? That, that would be like a Tinder. service. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So a like, uh, if you have that friend that's always trying to to link people up with one another, always trying to make a new couple. Exactly. So 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 a friend or I guess a friend would be like what, an agent? Uh like a the broker agent or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the broker would be okay. Cupid, I don't even know. I never actually used any of the. I've been married and dating too long. I never used any of the apps. So Tinder or uh, Bumble. I, don't know. Is that I a honestly thing? don't know I what don't the know. hot ones are. Bumble. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Should have studied up before this. <laughs> Done some research. Okay, now we get into the part that a lot of people probably don't know about. And we'll go through the different types of things and and what they mean and where they are and how they relate to your business and of course relate them back to the dating analogy, right? So the next one is when you when you do sign up with a broker, you start sharing a lot of information, a lot of information that you don't want public to, you don't want public, and you don't want your competitors to know. You don't want to just like blast it out everywhere. And so what we do is we sign a confidentiality agreement or an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement. So in this in that example, what I guess what would be an NDA an NDA be? Uh, th- that would be. That'd be the what are we conversation. What are we? <laughs> you know, you've seen, you've seen the girl a couple of times and then she just finally says, what are we? And then you have to say, well, either you're either you're exclusive or you're not. Uh, but maybe this would be when you're uh, you're officially dating. I don't know if that uh, I don't know if I that's the LOI. To I think the LOI is dating, though. So, yeah, NDA, okay, okay. I think the NDA would be maybe like the first date. First date. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're yeah. so we're not yet at the what are we conversation. That, yeah. Yeah. That we're not a there. Bit further down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. we're. Hey, let me know about you. But well, let's get to know each other. Let's get to know each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. To... You're right. Yeah. yeah hey, you, you. It's you just know. enough trust that you know the person's not going to murder you and like leave your body <laughs> in the woods. You know they're like a normal person, so you're interested in finding out about them and actually exploring this. I think the chances of murder are low, but non-zero still. Oh, right. that's true. Just like a, just like a first date, yeah. right? You're yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm just I'm assessing the situation. Me. Is this where yeah. is he on the on the murder scale? Like low or medium? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably um, won't murder me. That's <laughs> yeah, probably at, right now. We're at probably won't murder me. That's LOI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so LOI, I think, would be like we are. Uh, LOI is letter of intent. That's a letter of intent to purchase the company. Meaning that, yes, they really are. They really do like you. They really do think you're cute. They really do think that uh, they do want to have a relationship with you later. But the letter of intent to, is it intent to buy or is it intent to to really investigate? It's really, it's really the letter yeah, of intent to like. Worded. They yeah. usually have like very vague. It's it's like a one page contract that bo- like both parties sign. And it has very vague like guidelines and restrictions around it. And I was telling, you know, I was telling the group that Andrew and I mentor in, in Titan that, you know, in all my years in business, even before I was an entrepreneur, when I was working in the solar industry with huge, like multi, multi-million dollar, multi-decamillion dollar deals, I've never in my life seen an LOI get like defended in court. 
even if it was violated. I've never seen any repercussion for that. So I think it's really just to have your name on a paper that says that you're serious. You know, it's it's kind of symbolic more than anything else. Which is, you know, honestly, really a lot like being officially boyfriend girlfriend. Like, or it is. Exclu- yeah. You know, it's kind of like, hey, like we we don't have, have to do agreement. anything legally to to end that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like we have like we 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 have this like mutual respect, mutual kind of understanding of where this potentially could go, but you're not gonna like sue for half the house because your girlfriend's yeah. empty, right? Right, exactly. Yep. Which you definitely can do once you're married. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so marriage you can do what, all kinds of ways. <laughs> what so and I guess the next one then is APA, the asset purchase agreement, right? So that really is uh, that I guess would be the marriage, the then, marriage right? document. Yeah, the marriage. I should know this because I've I've actually married multiple people, not as the groom, <laughs> but as as the as the what what do you even officiant. call it? Not the pastor, the officiant. Yeah, yeah, officiant. Yeah, um, yeah. I can. I'm licensed, so I can officiate weddings, and I've done a couple already. So I should know this. I've had to actually submit this documentation. But yeah, I think that's right. I think that's that would be the actual marriage contract. You know what's funny? A little aside, a little personal aside here is that uh, so my wife and I got married six years ago. We mm-hmm. asked my uncle to to marry us, and he said, "Okay, cool. I'm happy to do that. It sounds great, but you have to. How do I get certified or whatever?" And I said, "Well, uh, I don't know. I'll look into it." So I actually went and certified myself to yeah. marry. Like I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a licensed uh, officiant. <laughs> nice. I licensed myself so that I could learn how to tell my uncle how to do it. It's actually not that okay. hard, but I, I've actually been no, licensed really for, for six years now to marry people. And I have actually married. I married. Oh, a, a, yeah, I married a um, or officiated a wedding, I should say, a good friend yeah. of our a, a couple now husband, wife, couple that are really good friends of mine this last year. Cool. So it was really fun. Wow, that's um, awesome, dude. Yeah. For people yeah. That out there that don't know, it's actually like it's like the easiest thing to be to to like get that certification to be an officiant of a wedding. It's uh, and it's funny. I feel like more and more of those like people just don't use like actual pastors anymore. That's kind of seems like more of an older thing. Yeah. So APA asset purchase agreement. That is the agreement. When you sign that you are now officially married. You now have agreed that yes, we are officially super duper legally joined. This is I don't know. Have you heard of anybody like pulling out of an APA? No, no. Once that happens, that's that's pretty much it. You've uh, you've made that decision by then. I have heard of people suing each other because they were deceitful before or during the APA agreement. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would be kind of like a divorce in that case, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think at that anything after that is is a divorce. That'd be one yeah. of those weddings where uh, they meet and they get married way too quickly and then they get divorced like six months later. That's yeah. one of those. Yeah. So then along this along the selling analogy, the set the selling um call that lifeline or whatever, the next one would be like actually getting money, like actually like you've agreed on one million dollars, right? Half paid, um, half paid next week and half paid half in an earn out paid over the next like two, three years or whatever. So that cash out, I guess that would be what consummating the relationship. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, either either that or moving in together, buying a house together or something like that. That's a better so, one. That's a better yeah. one. OK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. M- moving in together. There you go. That's a better analogy. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then an earnout. So an earnout. Uh, so that's a cash out, right? 
And that usually happens fairly quickly. So it usually happens within six months of the APA, at least in this in this kind of e-com world. Um, and when I say six, within six months, I mean 80% of the time it's happening within 30, 60 days of signing the APA. You usually kind of have to file some paperwork and look at the, some things and blah, blah, blah. But then it, it should show up 30, 60 days later and you have that cash in your pocket. And then, of course, the next part, like I mentioned before, if you have a million dollar buyout, you might have half come in cash that happens right away. And the next half would be what we call an earn out. And earn out means that based on performance, you would then get basically paid on how well the business does, right? So uh, I guess what what is that in the in the dating analogy? Oh, geez, I don't know what what at that point. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that would be. I guess that would be kids. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. It could be. That's something definitely that you invest in. That uh, yeah. And then it also it's based on performance, away. I guess. <laughs> it goes away. They go away too. It, it gets old and, and graduates and moves away and never calls yeah. you again, I guess, the earnouts deal, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so once you've finished the earnout, then you're officially an empty nester. Okay, that's good. Okay, finishing the is, is there a word for fin- for like like we're done? I don't, I don't know. think there's really like it's, a like earnout finish. Term. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've been earned out, I guess. Yeah. Okay, that's empty nester. We'll have, to, we'll have to make up. Oh, you know what? We'll call it empty nester. Let's make it. Let's make a new word. Like when you're done, let's call it that. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Now you're, you're an empty, empty nester. nester. Yeah, and it's the best thing. It's uh, it's actually <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you have a lot more money. You can kind of yeah. like check on how Freedom. they're doing, but you don't have to worry too much about what they're doing. You can worry a little bit, but like you kind of yeah, call nah, them every you know, once in a their, while. They're their own thing. Got, they got to yeah. do their own thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's actually perfect. You know what? That <laughs> really works. <laughs> We got to make an infographic on this uh, on this whole timeline metaphor. Absolutely, for sure. Now, so what? Would, so I guess there, there, you don't have to necessarily sell to a single person. You can sell to multiple parties, and you could, of course, have an IPO. An IPO is an initial public offering. That is, uh, there's actually a really cool way. There's this new thing called a SPAC or SPAC or SPAC. Yes, yeah, SPAC. It's, yeah, SPAC. Special right? Purpose Acquisition Company. And these are for companies that are doing something like. You can do it as little as ten million dollars mm-hmm. um, a year in revenue, which, mm-hmm. which uh, of course, the small, you know, very small kind of uh, side hustle people. That ten million dollars sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot compared to like medium, large size businesses, right? No. Um, but you yeah. can actually SPAC. You can use a SPAC. If you if you don't know what SPAC is, just Google it. There's a, the Google and YouTube will will explain it better than I can. But it's basically like this the structure, this kind of framework of a business that's already ready to IPO, and you can just buy that SPAC or kind of buy into the SPAC and then IPO. Um, so that that would be kind of like the grander whatever thing. So so Chris, what's an, what's in the dating analogy? What's an IPO? That's a polyamorous relationship where you're in a relationship <laughs> with lots of people. And in an IPO's case, it's many tens of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> so poly, if you're a poly, you're looking for an IPO. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. lots of love to share. Lots of lots, lots of revenue. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lots of revenue. Okay. Lots of love. Let's recap. So, Chris, why don't you why don't you read off the timeline of selling your business and I'll give the dating analogy. Okay, so we got shopper shopping around. That's beginning to consider to date somebody. Maybe you're going to the bar. Oh, that's the bar. That's the that's you're going to the bar, you're kind of checking some people out, but not really doing much. Maybe maybe a few conversations, but nothing mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. Then you got broker. Broker is when you are uh, you have someone else facilitating those relationships for you. So you are you you downloaded and started using Tinder. Yep, 
Then we got NDA. NDA would be when you at your first date. You've now engaged. You've engaged with somebody. You trust enough. You trust each other enough to not potentially not murder you, <laughs> and you're on that first date. But a non-zero, non-zero probability. Non-zero probability. Probably. Yes. <laughs> then we've got LOI. LOI's letter of intent. That is when you officially are boyfriend girlfriend or boyfriend boyfriend or girlfriend girlfriend, whatever floats your boat, and you are officially in a, or I should say, you are you are in a kind of a common relationship not a legal relationship yet yeah. but you you are you are officially boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. and then we got apa asset purchase agreement you are now married congratulations wedding bells sing wedding bells ring and and the Woo! choir sings and you're now married and then there's cash out i think we we said cash outs we move in together right or I said, yeah yeah buy a house together, made, i guess together. but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got earn out Earnout is kids. So kids would uh, you you it takes uh, years of partnership and growth to come together to create children. And then IPO. IPO would be a when you get big and have lots of love to share, and so you have an initial public offering, and you are a poly, in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> yes, a lot of people. And, and we, we, we missed one. We oh. missed one with the the empty nester. Oh yeah, empty nester after earnout. That's when your kids yeah. move out. <laughs> you're now it's over got all the cash you're good you're fine nice yeah it's funny because throughout this whole thing there are actually like besides the individual steps there are a lot of like dynamics that are truly like very similar between them like desperation is the worst cologne you know mm. if, you, if you're desperate to sell you're going to get a much lower price you know if you feel desperate and you're dating you're not going to attract the highest quality people if, if you seem desperate when you have a lot of options it actually se- makes you seem more attractive you're at the hot chick at the bar everyone's kind of going after you right yeah and the more the more the dudes see other dudes you know going after that girl then they want to go after them more it's kind of like a self-reinforcing feedback loop if you're the company everybody wants to buy it drives your price much higher so how do we become the hot chick? I guess we want to, I mean, in the analogy, you want to, you know, wear, wear the, the low cut dress and, and the high mm. heels and the nice hair and have good makeup and what all the whatever cliche stuff. Also, the, the hot guy at the bar, too. Same, yes. same whatever, trying to not be too gendered, right? <laughs> yeah. So have, have your shit in order. Have your books real clean. Have, have the business look like it's ready to sell. Don't have everything a complete mess. Good contracts with your employees. Um, you know, everything legal and above board, no, no, like mixing personal and business, no mixing that business with another business, mm-hmm. um, making it nice and clean, a good package to sell. And also the underlying economics, which I guess would be your looks and your personality, you know, like the underlying economics of the company. Is it good products? Is it healthy economically? Does it make money? Is it growing? You know, those are, those are like the innate things. Use that push up bra. Figure out, f- figure yes. out, figure out what you have, and just make it bigger and better and easier to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there are companies that actually do that for you. You know, just like you could hire a stylist to like, you know, even e- make the best of what you've got. You know, because you you look the way you look, right? But you could you could make the best of what you are. You know, that's what companies like Northbound and Fortunet do. They take your company and they package it up. That's actually what Titan X is as well. You know, trying to make it, you know, the best that it can look, you know, the best that it can be the most prepped, you know, for what the company is without changing the underlying fundamentals of the company for a sale. 
Exactly. And, you know, and kind of going with this too, like uh, using a broker, um, you don't have to do that. You don't have to use an app. It is, it makes it go faster and quicker and you can, and you can use different brokers have different uh, things, different, different uh, pros and cons. So if you have, uh, if you want to find, if you're looking for that long-term relationship and you use that one app, it can get you there, right? Doesn't guarantee anything, but it helps Mm -hmm. you get there, but you do have to pay that monthly service, I guess, to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And you may have to do the well, I think in the dating world, they call it chopping wood and hauling water, where it's, you know, you're just chugging through a lot of bad dates to get to, <laughs> like, you have to do that work, you know, day after day, getting through bad dates, you know, bad parties, bad people, you know, the the, the scummy ones that are, you know, some random Russian family with a ton of money that is offering you like way too high a, a multiple, but you know, it seems not legit for some reason, you know, yeah. it's, that's like that that creepy dude on Tinder that has like way too many buttons undone and like way too much <laughs> chest hair showing and like, you know, sends dick pics way too early. Like that's, <laughs> that's that guy, you know, you got to do the work to find the gems out there. Yeah. And actually that's a good analogy. That's a good, good point too, is that uh, when you go to sell, you do want to talk to as many people as possible. Just mm-hmm. go ahead and take that first date because you're, uh, cause you only have, um, you know, in this, um, in, you only have really whatever three a, a week or a month or a year to kind of find somebody to to get married to, and so um, anytime someone wants to go on a first date, you want to let them take you on that first date. So we always took every single call anyone ever wanted to have. We had uh, two full days every single week, opened hours for anybody to call us during our the two months that we were dating, and it was great because we didn't realize that the guy who talked to us on our, it was our eighth call. He kind of ghosted us a little bit too. He came, he ghosted us, and I was like, "Oh, that guy. I thought he was cool, but he ghosted me a little bit, so I'm a little upset." But whatever. And then, and then he called back again, and we're like, "Okay, let's have another date." And then he kind of ghosted us again. And then, <laughs> and then finally, he came in, and and we uh, came in, sweet talked us a little bit, and then uh, had us sign an LOI, so officially started dating, and then uh, worked out great. So we wouldn't have had that beautiful, amazing marriage, the APA, the asset purchase agreement, unless we had taken that ninth call right and we really we took i don't know i don't know how many we took 10 20 calls to different people and we we let them come call us again if they want to talk to us again we'll come we'll, we'll go on a second date no problem so uh, yeah guys i hope i hope this is a fun way a fun analogy to kind of like learn a little bit about the process and make it a little bit more understandable instead of just throwing out a bunch of like LOI apa earn out contingent on the whatever stuff we made a fun little analogy for you guys yeah, man. That's awesome. We got to make that uh, infographic sometime. Be fun. Nice. Well, well, you know what? We're going to we'll have it published. Look at the show notes. We're, we'll have something pretty. It'll be in the show notes and, and uh, it'll be fun. Nice. All right, Chris. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. This is a fun, fun little one. I appreciate you jumping on with me. It was a blast, bro. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening along, too. Hey guys, if you found value from this episode, I would love if you could tell the world. If you don't want to tell the entire world, I would love for you to tell iTunes at least. If you can go to iTunes, if you listen to this podcast on iTunes, go ahead and go leave us a review. I have a few here that are amazing that I love to read out. I read every single review that's posted. This one is a review from Amber K. If you're looking for a podcast to efficiently learn hacks to grow your Amazon business, 
once this is it. Andrew's wealth of knowledge is abundant and generously shares it all for this podcast. The latest and greatest information to push to your business to the right to the next level is right here. Stop reading this review and tap play. Nice. Oh, I love it, Amber K. Thank you so much for doing that. So if you think you have a review that is equal or better than Amber K's, or, or worse, whatever. If you don't like me, that's cool. You can tell me too, whatever. Go to iTunes, leave a review. Also, Spotify now is allowing ratings. So please go onto Spotify and super easy. You don't even have to write anything. You just hit five stars and leave that review. You know, as an Amazon seller, how important reviews are to your business. I am asking you at the goodness of your heart, please leave me a review as well. Thanks.